So you know how like in the 90s, particularly, like when DVDs, not DVDs, CDs were becoming a big thing. And then it was like the secret track. Oh, yeah. Became the big thing of of CDs was to put a secret, like way at the end. At the end, yeah. Of your your thing. Um, And, you know, like people would never find it except when you you were playing the music in the background and completely mm. ignoring you'd forgotten you're playing anything and then suddenly something weird starts yep. hearing um what was Steve did Steve Geyer did something like that didn't he like on one of his on one of his oh at the end of side a at the end of side a on he said why are you still listening you got to turn the people have got to turn the tape over and if you're listening on CD, you don't have to turn the tape over and all that. So I know DC Talk had one on the Jesus Freak album. I remember that. That was yeah, that was a that was, was a big one. Jars of Clay was kind of the first really interesting one for me because that was an epic. That was nearly half an hour of dead space <laughs> at the end of their first album, and then what they play is like a whole bunch of just random clips of like the tuning or the setting up in the studio, um, <laughs> just weird little interactions and noises of, of people. Anyway, I bring that all up because I feel like back to the rock two is like the secret track at the end <laughs> of <Petra's> career. <laughs> like, it's just this random weird little thing oh. way, way, way in the back there. Um, that if you kind of just if you've forgotten about it and you're just hanging around, suddenly it appears on your radar. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of where I came to after listening to it. Um, so yeah, um, and I'm I don't know. Like it's I think you and I. It sounds like you and I are kind of of the same <laughs> opinion about the album. I was very curious as to what you thought of it. Um, I'm very curious as to what kind of a response we'll get. If there's anyone who's still listening to us, um, how how <laughs> we they... Do, we do have our fans that are waiting. We, we but... do have a few that, that might might have been waiting. We might alienate them after this. I don't know because um, <laughs> I won't give the spoiler part, but... Uh, this um, album will come last in the tally. I, uh, so, we'll no, we're... I'm going to save that until we get to talking about that. But look, <laughs> Dave, you probably have got a more complete picture than I do mm-hmm. of some of the background of it. I've got little yeah. bits of information, um, but I'm missing a couple of players in in the whole scenario. So I'm going to need you to at least fill in some gaps. But yeah. so. Back to the Rock was a pretty solid hit for for mm. what it was, right? Yeah. Like it we did really, it performed really respectably. I, I mean, as a nostalgia piece for the band, but you know, we we both reiterated how much we enjoy we enjoy that album and we enjoy the idea of the classic lineup. Um, I'm piecing together a largely a comment that Greg Vols made when he did his interview with you. Mm-hmm. And it was a really fleeting one. And it was almost an under the radar thing towards the end there. And it was talking about 
this, what has become, mm. is it is it classic Petra revival or classic Petra resurrection? I'm getting both in various places. Well, it it didn't. It's never formally been said. It was CPR because they couldn't use classic Petra at the time, and it went. There was various for both revival or resurrection, and now now the they are able just to use that the name classic Petra for the band, so they don't even bother with the CPR thing. Oh, I see. Okay, because I remember him talking about following the back to the rock experience mentioning he how he thought it would be great to keep to keep this going mm-hmm. and then making a very quick comment about how one of the reasons why it couldn't in the way he initially wanted or he, he it wasn't a simple matter of approaching it was something that was caught up in music rights and um and label you know yeah. label rights um and and ownership over the music and him making a comment about how that just shouldn't be a consideration that just shouldn't be the way it is. It's a real, you know, it's a real pity that that's the kind of thing, but that mm. there you go. Um, yeah. So, so it's, if I were really, really cynical, Dave, um, if I were really cynical, it'd be like Greg X Vols was a guy who, missed having a significant career and then discovered that man, if he were trucking with the Petra name and the Petra brand, uh, he'd have something really to work with and really to go on. And there are a bunch of guys who are willing to do it. Um, except, except the key player, except the key player. I, I, I also probably should, I've said that little part, Mm-hmm. partly because I want to acknowledge that that's thinking that people have mm-hmm. and it's understandable that it's out there. Um, but I want to immediately discredit that as being, it's ungracious yeah. for a star. Um, but it's also but having, you know, again, having listened to that interview with Greg and bits and pieces here and there, I, I actually I have a genuine thing. I think there is a genuine thing of like, we once talked about the whole thing of, of Petra being a ministry, not a band. Yeah. And the opportunity to minister that it creates. And that's mm. what that's what he wants to do. Yes. Um, yeah. And and I imagine the other band, the members that are with him currently and have been, you know, mm. in, in the various iterations of classic Petra. So yeah, it, it's easy to think cynically about this project in particular. Um, and I think it's just good to, you know, be reminded that, you know, look, it, it's it's gospel ministry that people are after. Yeah. Um, and what he's looking for is the biggest key to the biggest door that he can find. Mm. It happens to be Petra. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there was any ill feeling 
there I, I got the subtle hint that maybe things weren't great. I, 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 th- him. I think that from things I've heard and read and from things that Greg said when we interviewed him, when I interviewed him, I, I think that um, he um, he and Bob have a different vision, I think, at times, and a different uh, thoughts about how the business side of things would would or should run. And I think in the end, they can work together for a time, but their differences end up I think they recognize that they can't work projects together long term because mm. the their different approach, different philosophy is um just comes back up. Yeah. And that's that ties in with um that that ties in with stuff I've heard about why Greg left originally. Yeah. Like yeah, he had he had his yeah, family, family issues and and his desire to do, but the the family issues is 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 a key thing, but there was also a desire to do some solo projects. But I think that was a result of some of the issues that had been cropping up, and yeah. So and and that's that's speculation. That's but I think yeah, you know, I've I've heard definitely that he and Bob have different thoughts about how the business side of 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 music ministry would would go yeah so yeah so uh, so the question yeah i mean that there was kind of that question of like greg obviously had most of that crew still willing to work on something you know that was three out of the five from 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 the back to the rock album yeah um And enough buy-in from well, who? So it was I. So who? Okay, who came just to, be, just before we go any further, yeah. And you're gonna have to edit this out if we're. Are we actually? Is this our podcast or because yes. we didn't yeah. do our intro? We didn't do our intro. No, we didn't. Okay, I'm just asking. I didn't. Like I said, you need to edit this track, Dave. This is That's a secret right. episode. Okay, you'll need to edit did that little bit out. Um, so Ron, you, you talk about Ronnie, Ronnie Cates on bass. So Ronnie, say so Ronnie Cates comes back in for. Okay, so, so Mark, on, Mark I, Kelly, Mark Kelly, went Mark, back to Mark Kelly. Life. Didn't yeah, he, Mark he, Kelly didn't come back. No, that's right. So Ron, Ronnie Cates come in, but um, but Ronnie Cates recorded the tracks. Yeah, and then, from my understanding. Um, that then he then he was started to have health struggles. Oh, I see. So, so the brainchild of all this, like some of the interviews I've heard and read, the brainchild of this actually comes partly from Greg, but also partly from Louis, because mm-hmm. Louis Louis really felt like wanted to record another album, and then someone actually approached Louis and said, Louis, I've heard Louis share this that said that. Um, uh, they felt that you know the guys should record another album. Actually, gave donated some money towards 
the production costs. And so that's how the that's how the album sort of started coming. But at this point, Greg and Bob were weren't working together. Bob Bob had actually, you know, the 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 name with you know the the name Petra Band had um had done started to do some more reunion concerts at times with with John and you know with John Schlitt and um you know Greg Bailey and and mm-hmm. they brought in Christian Borneo at that point um so yeah so there was the you know Louis sort of came back to the guys with let's record another one so Mark Kelly wasn't had had returned to um, what he was doing, I think I don't know if he's doing other ministry work or or what what that was. But Mark Kelly um, didn't wasn't available, so they brought in Ronnie. Ronnie recorded, but before they were even able to start, to, before the album even was released, um, they announced that Ronnie was struggling with with health issues and and asked people to pray for him and stuff like that. Um, and so that happened at the time and uh, they brought in for, for, for guitars, Greg brought in um, a guy named Kirk Henderson who okay. Kirk Henderson was Greg's guitarist when Greg went solo in 85. Right. So that- uh, he's known, he's known Kirk Henderson for years. They went, they, I, I believe they go, they went to the same church. Um, Kirk Henderson had, had done the first couple of solo albums with, um, with uh with greg um and uh and then i think as greg's greg sort of wasn't focused on on the the, the sort of ministry being a, the 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 primary focus of his of his life for a while kirk henderson did a few other a few other things and so when greg was putting this project together he um and and knew that bob wouldn't be a part of it he reached out to to kirk i think that i think there's that sort of long association, someone he trusts, someone he, he he's confident and, and and believes is is a strong enough guitar player to be able to to mm. take on that role. Okay. So that that's how the that's how the, the the team that have recorded the album came about. The irony is the, the, the what I find ironic is that when Ronnie when Ronnie Cates had to sort of step aside from from the project. So he recorded but when they actually started doing concerts, they brought in Greg Bailey. That guy is but, such a workhorse. Oh my he, goodness! He will what? just he will just show up to anything. Yeah, and and what I find interesting now is between classic Petra and when he started with regular Petra. What you call it regular Petra, mainstream Petra. I don't know how you how you how you differentiate the two here now, but yeah, playing with Petra. And then coming onto this CPR classic Petra project, hmm. he um he's now been the longest serving bass player Petra have ever had. Now I understand he hasn't toured full time. That hasn't been a full time life commitment, as in every day for years and years because Petra aren't touring that way anymore. Yeah. But he still plays with both bands, as does John Larry. John yeah. Lowry is is playing with he's, both yeah, incarnations of the band now. Here's the other word. John Lowry yeah. strikes me as as the as the man who gets along with everybody mm. and just wants to to do whatever he can to help anybody's project. He yeah, because yeah. yeah. he, he this was he produced this right. This yes. was done in his yeah, studio. and I think it was done in his studios. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So okay. 
Yeah, so they um, utilized his, and, and I guess it comes back to what we were talking about last episode. Not, um, yeah, last episode and the the um two guys from Petra episode where we talked about sort of the rise of the in-house projects and doing it doing it yourself and 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 so you know they used John but having said that they used John Lowry's studios for the last album for classic for back to the rock classic Petra so um it, that that's not an out, outside of the box thing you know they they'll just back in and and, and John yeah. Lowry doing that work so yeah. yeah so that's sort of how the how the 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 second album came about how the different members of the band came about so it's a very very interesting mix because you've got you've got Greg, Louie and John Lowry from that 85 to you know that 83 to 85 incarnation of the band the, the that classic Petra classic era, concept. yeah then you've brought in Ronnie Cates who's the dream team member everyone you know sort of looks at Ronnie as as you know, maybe the best bass player Petra ever had. Um, yeah, that, that 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 can be talked about and argued. I've really enjoyed Mark Kelly's work when we as we've done this um mm-hmm. done this journey. And um and then you've brought in a, a new, you know, Kirk Henderson um to 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 be a part of the band. And of course and now um I, yeah. I'm aware that Kirk's actually not touring he's gone off to do some other ministry stuff now. So when Classic Petra play they have a another guitarist now. I'm not sure. Paul Carson. Um, Paul Carson. Yeah. So, so it's just, yeah, they're, they're bringing it in and, um, you know, obviously it creates a different feel, a different atmosphere, but I think, you know, like you said, there, there's a desire to continue the ministry. And I think Greg really had a desire to continue. I think having done the classic Petra project back to the rock project, I think the ministry bug got got him again like really got him and he there's it's almost been since classic petra there's been a resurgence for him doing the 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 ongoing classic petra work now and the the subsequently he's he's looking at as i said before releasing a a a new solo album so you know i think it's great that that there is you know there's been fruit that's come out of out of um the original reunion is dating all the way back to farewell, bringing yeah. Greg, being Greg yeah. in fact. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, and on what I, you know, I think we, we count the following conversation is couched in that fact is that we admire and we respect uh, the work, the gospel work that Greg does, the heart that he has to share. And the whole, and the, and the, and the whole band. Yeah. So the whole, yeah, the whole team, everybody there, um, the heart and the desire to share the gospel with the audiences that they play to. Hmm. Um, and, you know, further, furthermore, we, you know, we reiterate that this is Petra. So even when hmm. Petra's not great, they're still better than most. Hmm. Um, the, the fundamental issue um, with this is that despite, d- despite the, um, the very heavy roster um of Petra or you know one-time Petra members mm. or you know current however you want to classify the Petra mm. family these days um th- this is not Petra this sounds like a Petra cover band and that's that is that is my 
that is a huge, I'm, that's really going to be my biggest feedback for every single song on yeah. this one. These guys playing together sound like a Petra cover band. And and I think I I I, I totally agree. I, I think it's it, it's it's very noticeable the different style and sound that comes out in this album. And I think having listened to this album a few times as we've prepared for this um for this episode, I really I just come back to what we what we talked about when we talked about God fixation and when we talked about double take. And that is, it's just so noticeable when Bob's not a part of the project. Bob's not there, and and that really, to me, that is the standout thing. You, you, you're hearing these songs that are so distinctive. Many of these songs so distinctive and so prominent in the ministry of Petra over the years, and some many of several of these songs. Yeah, you know, have 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 sat in whether you know, or either currently in the our, our sort of top twenty five lists, or were in our top twenty five lists for a while before they were pushed out by other songs later on. Um, there's there's a lot of very strong songs on here. Yet the biggest thing I note is just the lack of Bob's style of playing, mm-hmm. the, the riffs that come with him, and um and and. The, the prominence of the rock guitar. I mean, this this to me it doesn't just feel like a cover band. It almost feels like we've blasted back to 1985 because the keyboards are so prominent in every song. It almost feels like a keyboard-driven album until you I, get to just the very end. I, I so yeah. I mean, I, we're, we're, I'm certainly not disagreeing with you there. Um, uh, Quick, quick comment on the on the album cover before we get into the songs. Yeah, um, you you said before that you were you admired you thought it was a smart choice because legally copyright terms. Yeah. at the at the, to- at the use- time of the at the time of the project, they weren't able to use the name Petra. Um, for and and to be and to be, do we get into the reality of the concept that the name Petra is owned by by Bob? By Bob, and and I think John Schlitt. I think there's actually through the however the business side of the band is set up. When Bob left, a lot of that was handed over or or, or moved over to John's, you know, over, oversight. Yeah, and um, and I think when Bob's returned, yeah, they share that ownership that 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 oversight i think is the better word so at the time that they recorded this they weren't able to use the petra name not for not as a not as a narky thing it's not like you had bob and john schlitt threatening to sue them or anything like that but i just think it was that recognition of we can't label the band petra because we don't have bob or john schlitt in the project yeah and so they they were denied that permission and that's that's perfectly it's perfectly within yeah. rights, and so they took the concept of the the CPR, which yeah. they they never at the time they didn't you know didn't say what it stood for. Um, there was you know sayings that it stood for classic Petra resurrection or classic Petra revival. The fact of the matter is they just they referred to them to that project as CPR or the CPR band, which which is 
I don't know if that's really imagery that you want to associate with something like this. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> sounds like they're desperately trying to keep something dead, clinging bring, bring to it, life. Clinging to life, yeah, breathing life back into it. Or maybe it's the idea they're trying to breathe life back into to the ministry. But maybe. But I do, I do like the fact that because they couldn't use the name or word Petra on the album cover, they used an image of the temple at the, the very famous temple located at Petra yep. in, in the in Middle Jordan. East, um, in Jordan, which you know, famous, famously shown in the Indiana Jones Indiana and the Jones, Last Crusade yeah. movie. But I think it is a really good – it's a good concept because when you see that temple – most people know that's the temple at Petra. Hmm. And um, and so when while you can't use the word Petra, you're still this is still an overflow of the ministry that Petra have had over the years since yeah. 1972. So yeah. you know, it, it it certainly strikes you very clearly that's who we're talking about. Yeah, no, I I, I get that. Um from a design point of view though. Um, I have some issues. I don't think it's the best the best image of Petra that you could possibly use mm-hmm. um, as an album cover. It's a very odd angle um, for the photograph itself. Yeah. Um, I hate the font that they use for Back to the Rock 2. I think that that is something that I would have put on like a project when I was in grade eight in high school. Um, yeah. And... If if these guys were 20 to 25 years old and doing this in 1995, I would have thought this logo is cool. Yeah. Um, but it it really doesn't do anything for me <laughs> as 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 a symbol, as a logo for what they are. So so that's that's it. That's my piece. That's all I'm saying. So 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 where does it sit? Does it does it does it unfortunately oh gosh, sit at this, the bottom? Yeah. We've got we've got Petra Praise and uh, two and no doubt at the bottom of the list at the moment. Does this one come in under that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least <laughs> at least no doubt had a cohesion as an album cover. Um mm. this this is a clip art project. Yeah. Um, so. And look, you know, this wasn't. Did they even do a printing of, yes, of, of this? Yes, yes, they, you can. They, you can. They... You can purchase a CD. Okay. You can purchase okay. a CD. And and for those that are listening, if you want, um, you, you can purchase a CD through Greg X Files's um website. Um, through his merchandise website, it is available to be purchased still. Um, there are issues. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly around, but there there are issues with overseas shipping. Um, so those of you that live in the US who listen to us in the US, if you haven't got it, obviously you can you can buy a copy of this and ha- and have it home if you haven't got it already. Those of us that live overseas, a little bit harder. Mm. Okay. All right. Or or David, they could buy some of these remastered vinyls that are Goethe are releasing of Petra's classic albums and um, and really enjoy the original versions of these songs. That's right. Um, or, 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 or the 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 um uh the 50 years album that's just the 50 years box set that's been released. Bob and John were or Bob Bob especially actually actively involved in the project, chose all 50 songs on the project. Um, and um, 
uh, our friends, our friends, um, <sighs> Steve and um, Wildman and Steve recently interviewed um, Bob and John and um, and the and the producer at, at Gerda Albums about that project. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. It was it's a really really good listen, really good hey, listen. So yeah, here's the real question, Dave. As as the preeminent experts on Petra and the authority on um, the quality and the correct order of their songs. Did Bob get it right? Does his list match our list, at least for the top 25? There are a lot of songs on our top 25 on that project. Okay. There are one or two that aren't. And uh, and that's, that's okay. Shocking. That's, that's shocking. okay. No. <laughs> I need to get in touch with that man and say, what are you <laughs> thinking, dude? Uh, but back back to back to the rock too. Uh, back to the rock. Let's let's get back to back to the, the rock, rock again. Too. Yes. At least at least they didn't call it back to the rock again. That you know <laughs> that would have been too hard a pill for me to swallow. I think. Um, but uh, yeah. So this again is is where I might need you to guide. So I've I've gotten. Uh, I don't know if the list I have here is the. Is the album list or just the songs in some random order? But my first off cab off the rank does does the album open with Hollow Eyes? It it does. Okay, it does. Good. And and it's a really strange choice to open an album with yes, to open to open what would be uh, advertised as a rock album, proclaimed as a rock album from a rock band. I was really surprised that they opened with. With hollow eyes, um, with with quite a mellow song, mm. and and yes, it's a, it's an odd choice. Um, but the one pushback on the word that you use there, David, is is mellow. Um, and this is the the first sign that I had that something was odd. Um, I would not use the word mellow. To describe what they're doing here. No, I agree. Um, and my thing is actually, and again, like I'm going to be repeating this point over and over, but but what actually really was distracting me, uh, look, you know, Greg's, Greg's still got a beautiful voice. Everyone's putting in solid work. They're all solid musicians. Mm. But it's in the mixing. It's in the production side of how they mixed the, the tracks together for this album. It actually sounds like everyone is trying to do everything that they possibly can um, in on each of their instruments. Everyone is playing a lot. They're playing big. They're playing you know, flourishing a lot of notes. We've got a lot of, you know, added effects on the guitars and on the keyboards and the effect of it is that it's it feels like the instruments are competing with each other to to be heard or to take prominence during the song. That's what it felt like for me listening. It's like I I I noted. Look, I I felt yeah they were they were doing you know I, I you know it feels like they're trying to make this song more upbeat. Is 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 the term I use? You know the the, the keys are carrying it. There's certainly a stronger drum than the original version um and like so i get this idea that they're trying to upbeat it but i feel that the structure of the song the way the song was written and the lyrics of the song 
don't really allow for that to 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 work i think in what they were hoping it doesn't produce the result that they were hoping i think like like you said it it it, it comes across as a bit full um for what it is and and it, it is a reflective song it's it's a, it's it's got a very strong message a, a great message we talked about that on beat the system um but it, it just feels that they've just put a little too much into it to probably try and make it an opening track uh but i just don't feel that the 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 way the song was written um made it work uh, I I agree with that, and that's um, it, it sets an odd tone for, mm. for 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 stepping off the album. I'm also it, it's hard to call this one a criticism um, because when when you're like cover bands, you want them to actually try to do something different with with a song, mm-hmm. and even you know it's great to try something new. So. Yeah, Hollow Eyes, I have always felt, has one of kind of an iconic um, outro to mm. the song. That that ringing that ringing bell with a with a death march. Mm. Um, Louis playing this 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 stolid marching with a with a bell, just an ominous bell yeah. ringing. Um, you know, like the chime is ringing, that the, the time is drawing to a close, the hour is coming. Um, you know, we're running out of time to 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 do what we can to help help these people. Um, whereas they 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 they, they didn't they don't do that with this one. They they they're trying for a different outro, mm. but again, it it just felt it. it it felt a little show-offy. It was like, here's another chance for another lead break. Let, um, and I can't even think at this moment whether it was John or Kirk. Um, it, it sounded more keyboardy to me. Okay, yeah. But that, that, that I could be wrong. It, that's just um, how it sounded to me. Yeah. Hmm. So, so and, and, then you, and then you follow on Hollow Eyes. You, you start with something that's sort of, traditionally a mellow song and we follow it up with what well we all know my feelings on this song before <laughs> we, we, we followed up with the coloring song um and we, another mellow yes. slower yeah. song and and what, what what really astonished me is john lowry definitely paid tribute to john slick because we kept the pipe sounds and the very simplicity of the song it it really just sounded like a redo of the original version in 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 some ways yeah um it it's fun like i noted before like coloring song i was like given greg's strong hand in this project of course that's one of the songs that he's going to want to bring because he brought it into the band in the first place. Yeah. Um, so in one regard, you could think of it as his. I have only just this moment twigged that the same, like not true for Greg, but true for John. Hollow Eyes, I know, is John. John Lowry. Lowry very, has a very, very strong, connection strong connection to that song. To that song. He, yeah. he introduces it on Captured in Time and Space. Mm. It's very much a reflection 
of, of his background. His background. Um, yeah. um, so I, 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 yeah, I hadn't thought until just now that that uh, I, I get that. Um, but yeah, the coloring song. <laughs> it was. It's funny. I was put in my. There was a movie that came out a couple of years back called Mandy, um, which is an absolute bonkers, crazy, weird, violent. Um, pseudo art house horror film you'd hate it dave you'd absolutely hate it i adore it it's amazing um nicholas cage but the villain is this weird drugged out cult leader who's only got a cult of like six people and he kidnaps this this young woman and um and he's drugged her and he's going through his spiel about how he's chosen by god and stuff like that and then he launches into hey, do you like the Carpenters? And he starts talking about folk music and then he pulls an album out and it's got his face on it. And the story, you realise that his background was that he was a folk musician like the Carpenters. And he's like, I'm so much better though and my music is is the music of God. And he puts it on. Anyway, the reason I go through all of that, the beginning of the song that he starts to play and the beginning of this version of the coloring song are almost identical, Dave. I was <laughs> terrified when I started hearing this. It's, it's, uh, it, this, I, so the, the difference that I would say, this rendition of the coloring song sounds a lot more like that psychedelic 70s folk okay. than what Petra recorded in 80, 81. 81. Mm. Um, but it it is largely like in in terms of how they've structured it and arranged it, mm. it it's not really deviating or doing anything new no and and they do they keep it simple and it allows greg to just his smooth vocals just come through lead, yeah. really is it's just greg leading this with his with his vocals and 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 very much the 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 the, the band provide the support for that and it is you know, it's 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 solidly done. It's certainly not as um, not as uh, overpowering as the you know, like there's not the instruments aren't overpowering each other as we mentioned in the first song. This is mm. this is certainly kept a lot a lot simpler. Yeah. Um, not of this world. Uh, Was we're... not a fan of this at all, Dave. Well, I I just come back to what I said a moment ago we're three songs into a rock album and we haven't heard a rock song yet. It's another mellow. So another, another great song, another song that that's, that's a classic of the band. That's that lyrics, very strong, very powerful. We've gone into all that before. Um, but it just, yeah, we just got an, another, another slower song. And I'm, I, I'm sitting here going, bring it on boys. What's going on? Yeah. It, it's, I mean, you kind of wonder what. I mean, look, I guess when you're you're sitting down and you're ordering your album afterwards, you know, whoever like whoever's in the room making the decisions there. I feel like I feel like Louis should have been the one who was like in the room helping out at least. I, I feel like they must have locked him out or something because you know I I can't imagine him sitting there. Going like, yeah, yeah, let's just keep it real chill and mellow and slow for ages and ages and ages. Like, if if they had to do this set, this as a set in this order live, I I, I can't picture Louis being okay with that. 
<laughs> I have to imagine he'd be like, guys, let, let's let's bust out Judas Kiss now, please. Let's, mm. you know, let, let's 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 get a bit of energy into this into this place. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, this this one, you know, I mean, I've I've talked a little in in the past and back on that episode about the how fondly I regard this album, the, the album, not of this world mm. and how much of that is tied into my admiration um, and appreciation for John Slick mm. and what he did and, and how he crafted his, his sound and mm. his stuff on that album, which I just adore. So I actually, part that's part of, I really struggle because um, mm. it's actually notable. John Lowry is amazing and, uh, I and he's bringing he's some phenomenal. really interesting stuff on it. Yeah, bringing some he's really phenomenal. good work in here. He really carries these first few songs. He really oh, he does. Totally and does. it's he, he, and it's and yeah. it's good work. It's not, you know, we've got to be. I want to be very clear what we said before. Yeah, you know, John Larry, the work that he does is is awesome. It just, it, it just feel like this song. I think if it had been wrapped in around some some more upbeat some more rock feel songs i think we'd be we'd be really singing the praises of this song because it just um it, it isn't a bad it isn't a bad variation and john john larry brings some really good stuff to this one um and and it's it's it, you know there's some nice vocals nice backing vocals throughout the the song and, as well and that's what they get right i mean not of this world is a song where yeah it's actually really built around how the like the chorus of voices mm. interact with each other and they they are doing that well I, I'll I'll certainly give them that yeah well look Dave we're nearly we're not quite halfway through this album but we're almost there time mm. to shift gears right time to change it up crank it up let's get into something really in a really different space let's do an Aerosmith cover <laughs> for some reason one of the one of the big rock bands of the 70s, 80s, even into the 90s. Surely this is the time we get, oh, no, no, let's do one of their laid-back, mellow kind of chill rock ballads. Um, what on earth is going on? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea why this song was chosen. It, it, it feels very out of place um, it really does it, it, it really i just does. don't feel the song has i mean the song is talking about dream on until your dreams come true but i'm not sure where the spiritual message of 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 that lay and i, I just i struggled with this song being on the album what I, i'll give you credit what i do like in this song is the cello work of Greg Bailey. This is a song that brought Greg Bailey into the cello work and yep. it is it is very nice and it yes. is you know he's a you know, he's, very very good. He's a wonderful musician. Mm. But um I just I, I just feel that this song is out of place. I, it doesn't fit it, it just it, it doesn't fit for me. Um no. I could be wrong and maybe maybe some of our listeners might be able to share with us that maybe there is some spiritual dynamic to this song, but I just couldn't pick it. Possibly. I mean, you know, the only thing I've read is, is Greg's own reflection that this is his favorite Aerosmith song. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. That's great. I mean, you know, Bob Hartman probably loves, you know, 
some Dave Allman band mm. song or, you know, something like that. He done bring him in Petra. Mm. They did do God Gave Rock and Roll to You, though, so I can't go on too much about Petra not covering, you yeah. know, one of their iconic songs was a cover, so. Mm. Yeah, I love yeah, look, anyway. it's just it, it, it is it is difficult, but I'll, I'll give them credit. We 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 finally we come out of that. We, we've had four songs that have really had that very laid back, that very lower feel. We we finally get something that 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 is that is a bit of bit of classic petrol rock. Yeah, uh, because we get we get a we get the, this version of Judas Kiss. Yeah. So let me ask you, Dave. Yeah. What do you think of the intro for this one? Where 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 are you standing on that? I, I just Kirk Henderson plays a good intro. He plays a good riff. He he plays solid stuff. But all I could do is think of how it didn't sound like Bob. It didn't doing sound it. like Bob. It didn't sound like Bob. And to do to do such an iconic Petra song, a Petra song that has been in the playlist to this day. Bob still plays this song every concert. To do it and to not nail the riff for a long time, Petra fan. That was it. Was it was hard. again? Kirk Henderson is trying to bring himself into this song. He's trying to do do you know play it in his style and that's all great but like you said earlier it has that cover feel to it and it's just this is where i felt it was most noticeable that bob wasn't a part of the project yeah uh was this song the keys and the bass are, are doing a lot of really good work in this song and and it's interesting like by the time the song hits the chorus it feels like the keyboards have taken over and uh, it doesn't feel yeah. like a guitar song anymore I, I agree, but this again was my thing. It was another. It was another occasion where it feels like some of the the instruments are are competing with each other mm. um, in the piece. So, but but again, yeah, it's just it's not the same technique. It's not the same style for such an iconic song. It was a it was a very risky song for this variation of the band to do yeah, i i think, I, so. I, I think. Yeah. and um you know of of all songs you could do actually like mm. i don't i don't know if there's a more instantly recognizable riff i think it's this and beyond belief yeah um so yeah you know um gutsy move mm. um but into uh, what is uh, what has become my son's uh, favorite Petra song, oh, one wow. that he will he will request ad nauseum, um, and he was listening to this with me this afternoon, and it came on, and even he was commenting, "Dad, this isn't right." <laughs> um, but it's beat the system, uh, and Judah wants uh, Judah wants beat the system from captured in time and space, all day every day. Um, uh, wise up, rise up. That's that's his favorite refrain. Um, so how did, uh, this? I got to admit though, this is one that I was kind of like. I, I suppose having heard a version of this song that I like less, um, probably worked in it in its favor. I'd say this sits 
This sits in between Captured in Time and Spaces version and the Beat the System album version. <laughs> um uh and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cop some flack for saying that, I think. Um I, 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 I dumping do, on that album again. I do like some of the programming work that's done at the start of the song. It, mm-hmm. it, it creates a little bit of a different feel, and 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 it, it uh, perhaps modernizes that that programming feel a, a little bit. A little bit, from, yeah. From 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 the first one, um, you know, it, it, it's noticeable here. This this is a song where it became a little bit noticeable. Um, I think we talked we talked a little bit in the last album um, on on back to the rock. Uh, that there are a couple of songs where you could just note that Greg couldn't quite hit some of the notes he used to. This is a song that I felt you, you could really sense he was singing it slightly lower. Yes. Um, actually, yeah. And I, I mean, to jump back for a second, that was noticeable in Judas Kiss as well. That is the final chorus line, just mm. like Judas Kiss. He's not hitting that just. He was... Mm. Out. It, it just yeah, these little things that are becoming noticeable. But look, I mean, the guy's, you know, he's had a long career. You know, I don't want to dump on him too much for mm. for wear and tear on. The oh, book. and we've we've noted the same thing about about John Schlitt. John, yeah, John on the on the farewell album. We 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 yeah. know that that as as guys age, it, the, you know, the muscles aren't going to work quite the same. That that that's just part of getting older unfortunately yeah um you know but but it just you you you, when you're comparing songs you 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 can just notice a little bit but i I think they manage it like i I say that you can you can hear it but it doesn't detract from from no not really it's good it carries a good energy a good vibe Mm. oh yeah from, from beginning to end so yeah um yeah, no, it's it's not bad, and they do try a couple of little variations with some of the lyrics as well, like with the with the rise up, you know, wise yeah. up bit. They they do just try a couple of little variations in there just to, you know, just to bring something different. I think you know it's not it's not a bad feel. Hmm. So we're we're back into we're back into Sleepyland. Um, they decide to do for any on this album. Mm. Which now, I mean, I've made my feelings known before. I'm I'm very wary about overly sentimental, kind of saccharine, sweet songs. Um, I have to appreciate, like, you know, Bob singled this out in one of the occasions when I can't remember if it was in your interview or the occasion that I got to talk to him as well. Um, as one where there was actually quite a positive and quite a strong response to this song. I think he has, mm. he has an affection for it. Yeah. I'm mean, not going to respect that. Um, what I think, if anything makes the original version of this song work, it's the fact that it's a very, very stripped back song. Mm. It's, yes. It's, it's like Bob's playing acoustic, right? And John's just kind of playing a nice, very piano sound on the keys, mm. something very, we're not heavily produced. I don't even know that Louis playing anything mm. in that. This is an, this is what I could say is almost the definition of an overproduced song. Okay. Um, like they're throwing everything in here. Um, everybody make as much noise as you can, as many noises as you can. Um. 
So it wasn't working for me. Yeah, um, look, I, I, we, we talked about this song on the on on the um the Never Say Die album, and you know we 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 sort of shared about the thing. You know, I I don't know that I don't know that it was as overdone as perhaps my perception was. I don't think it was as overdone as as you're suggesting. Um, again, you know, I felt they were trying to keep it simple enough to allow the message to be highlighted. Um, and you can definitely again, we've got um, got Greg Bailey's cello coming through a little bit, which I I, I find. Yeah. Again, I really like the 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 use of the cello. I think yeah. it really adds something. It actually adds something that that's not on the the original. And again, it's something that came out on the farewell medley using yes. the, using yes. the cello on the song. And I think that they've intentionally brought Greg in, uh, Greg Bailey in to to do that. I think you know when probably Greg and John. Greg um, X Vols and John Lowry were a part of that farewell concert, and he, and they they're doing this project. And he going, actually, we, I think you probably, I can hear them saying, I really liked what Greg Bailey did when we did the medley in in that concert. Let's let's bring him in to do something similar for this, and yeah. and, I, and I think it, it works really well. Okay, that's all right. Now the next one is one that I know you've talked about hearing this live before, and I'm a little jealous because that would have been something. I've always liked All Over Me. I've always liked the vibe and that, you know, that kind of bluesy um, feel to the thing. Um, again, one where the the particular sound, the particular um, mode and setting on the keys mm. to produce a particular sound is really tied into how I think of the song. Mm. So the intro to this really threw me. Because I was yeah. like, oh, this just doesn't sound like mm. all over me. Of course, Greg's still Greg's still kicking it really hard. Yeah. He's he's he throws himself into this one. He yeah. really does. Mm. Um, and he's you know, I, I possibly this is he did his he did his warm-ups, he drank some honey, he you know, he did his exercises, um, but he yeah, I, I think this is a case where John Lowry was bringing his style to this song, and yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind the variation. I actually enjoy. I'm. Gl I was so glad this song was. This was the one song that I had really wished was on the first on on the yeah, yeah. classic Petra album. I was so glad they had it on this song on this album, um, and and I don't mind. Again, we're talking about. Obviously, they obviously with every song they're trying something different. They don't just want to re-record what was done originally. Yeah, and I think of everything that's been on this album so far. While the sound is a little bit different, I think this is probably the best song we've heard yes. to this point. I, I think I it is. I think it, it comes together. It doesn't overpower each other. Um, it really sort of this one works yeah. uh, as as something as trying to do it differently and John and, and a lot of that's down to what John Lowry brings on the keyboards. Um, it, it really adds, adds, adds some stuff. Um, you know, Kirk Henderson on the guitar, he, he's doing some, some bits and pieces underneath it using some, using some, uh, some effects on the pedals and, and, you know, to try, try and create a little bit of different sound as well. Um, and in this case, it doesn't, it doesn't clash. It it it, it really blends well together. Mm. So I I quite enjoyed this version. 
Yeah. I don't think it's as good as the original, but I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably I'm coming on the same camp. I'm I'm I feel fairly fairly similar about the next song as well. Um, another one where it makes perfect sense that this would be on there. This is another Greg song. This um, the, this next song I think was the best song on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, so it's praise you the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I mean, I I don't know if we mentioned this. I think we mentioned this way back in Captured in Time and Space. But Greg seems in his best mode as a performer and as a singer when he's just straight up doing praise and worship. Yeah. Um. Uh, so th- this song, I was I was vibing big time. Oh, th- this was done this. so I was like, well. Yep, you, yeah, you, you know, you guys, you got a you got a hit. Finally, when Neil mm. hit the end of the album, you, you got you got a hit. It was good. Um, and I really liked the way they brought the reprise at the end of it. They sort of finished the song and then brought it back. That was and- it. So, and that was what I was going to ask. Like that's that's not that wasn't on the original. No, that's that's not on the original recording. Um, no. And I wonder if that's a thing that kind of would happen sometimes when they performed it live. Like they just kind of carry it on. Um, yeah, it was yeah a fun mm. little a fun little refrain there. And and it's interesting because I was in two minds because when this song when when I was listening to this, um, and I'd forgotten when I was listening to this in in preparation for for the podcast, I'd forgotten about the little reprise at the end. And when it started, I'm like, they should have started the whole album with this song. Yeah, if it, it would have been brilliant to start the album with this song, but then the out then the then the reprise comes, and I thought, actually. This would be the perfect song to finish the album. Yeah, you, and, and, right? and the album. And um, the album. Either end, one or the other. But yeah. um, I, I just feel yes. like, it, it, but it is, it is, it is, it is done well. Um, they all bring their their bits to it. The, the, it sounds like they're enjoying themselves with this song. Um, yeah, this is this is a great version. This, this, you know, I, I again, I don't think it's as good as what what we've heard on 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 the original version on on captured in time and space but this is probably the closest to one where i go at least it nearly competes it it it, it, it's it's well done yeah i agree Mm. so unfortunately that that final spot dave has to be taken by um like an obvious contender um in in one of their all-timers it is Mm. finished because we're finishing an album we're finishing an era um I wish they had finished before they put this song. Down. So we, you talk about this is the one, this is the one where whatever, like whatever with Greg's voice, for me, this is the one that was the most noticeable on the whole album that because he sings most of it an octave lower, mm. he, he's dropped an octave below at least for, for 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 massive chunks of the song, mm. where he would normally be singing, it completely robs the song of its power. Mm. So yeah, I, I I can hear where you're coming from there. But the one thing I did really like of this version, as compared to the beat the system version, where we know they used programming, was Louis drumming. Louis, yep, Louis drumming. To me, this was. 
almost feel like this was Louis's song. Like this, this was the song that Louis shined in um, yeah. above everything. That what he was doing with his drums, you know, it, it, you know, the beat, you know, the beat when it's coming in, when they, you know, the, the, the you know, the driving the nails, you know, bang, bang, like he really. He nails this song in a way that I I hadn't heard him do before. I I think he actually I think he the drumming on this version is better than the drumming on um Captured in Time and Space. The oh. variations that he's bringing, okay. to it, yeah. the variations that he's bringing, the 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 impact that he's trying to have with with what the drums can do are in a song, it, it really stands out here. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I can run along with that. Hmm. I'm um yeah. I missed I missed the outro as well. I I, I don't yeah. like that it doesn't have it doesn't have that brilliant outro. Um which we've seen can be can be done just as effectively on a bass guitar yes. as it can on the keys. Um and, and, and then and, and again that begs the question why maybe not have ended the album with the praise of the Lord. Um, um, well, yeah, exactly. Like, mm. I, 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 I think so. Look, a lot of, lot of, a lot of things that we you can look at in hindsight, and we can look at this and go, those are odd choices. Um, but got to acknowledge in that, like a lot, so a lot of times in projects like this, sometimes you're not really making choices. Sometimes mm. you just you're just laying it down and let's just get it out and let's put it together. And perhaps there just wasn't that greater degree of thought put into the order of the songs. I don't know. But yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing about this project, like, like, like we said, there's just so many mellow laid back, quieter songs on this album. It, 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 it dominate, it's dominated by, by those fillers songs. But to the extent that there's several songs that I, I just go, I am, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that, that these songs weren't, on this album when they weren't on the last album like a, a song as as much as without him we can do nothing which was a, a greg x vols written song mm. um you know why wasn't that song perhaps used on on this album um maybe uh, you know when, when you when you think back to um to not of this world maybe a, a song like like blinded eyes or lift him up you know these, these more upbeat songs that could have just one or two of them I, mm. I think could have brought a little bit more life to the album made brought a bit more of that rock feel especially if you use one or two of them early on use one to start the album and and maybe the second or third like the third song and then you can do your little run of mellow songs i think it would have really brought it out i'm just yeah. i'm surprised that those types of songs weren't, especially without him, we can do nothing. Weren't on this album after having not been on the last one. Well, I mean, there is. You know, I mean, look, there's the speculative question as to how they negotiate what songs they can use. Like, I have no doubt that Greg, Greg would easily he would easily have permission for any songs that he wrote. And John would probably get permission for any songs that he co-wrote. But in the midst of all of this, they've got to put together an album that is going to have some big name songs in it. 
some of the really recognizable Petra songs. And at that point, you're at this place where it's like, well, we're we're asking someone else, can we have your songs? Hmm. Um, and if it's if it's at this point where relationships are not not I'm not gonna say strained, but I'm just gonna say things are not straightforward. You know, it's not an easy matter of calling up your buddy and saying, hey, do you mind? Um, So, you know, but so I I would say there were were probably limited choices for the songs that they had, and then out of what was available to them, they've got to pick, all right, well, what do we like and what are people going to respond to? Mm. Um, But even in that, you know, even in that, your point is absolutely right. If you're calling your album back to the rock too, you're kind of implying a heavy dose of hard rock. And um, Mm. yeah. It just doesn't seem to have it. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem to have it. It has it at points, but the album as a whole, I just just feel like it's missing a little bit of punch. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think if they'd added a, like I said, if they'd added a couple of those those songs that I just mentioned that weren't on either album, um, just one or two of them, and maybe maybe dropped the coloring song. <laughs> hey man, that, <laughs> um, that's a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. Look, I get it. It is a classic song. It's a big hit for the band, and I get why it's on there. Um, I'm just more pointing out the fact that if you maybe dropped one or two of the, the the slower level songs maybe the 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 cover song and um and and put in a couple more of those we, we might have been might have had a different feel because i think part of the reason why i struggle with this album is the fact that it takes so long to get into it like yeah. if, if those those last three songs are the best three songs on the album yeah and and if they'd done them earlier with a couple of other upbeat ones around it you, you'd probably be sitting here going, actually, this isn't a bad album. This this is all right, but it, it just doesn't quite, you know, doesn't quite hit the mark. Yeah. All right. I think we can get pretty quickly through the next bit, Dave. But yep. just top to bottom, are any of these songs displacing anything on our top 25 or even coming close to? Um, no. No, the, 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 there's no change. I can't see anything anything breaking in which is interesting when you look at our top 25 and i'll go through it all we'll go through it all at the end of the episode but as i said there are several songs on this album that are in the top 25 yeah it's just that these versions are not replacing them now now here's here's where i'm 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 feeling a little controversial tonight as we record this dave um i i i really struggle to to like I really struggle to even hold this in the category of where we're ranking the Petra albums, something about it. And there are elements of its production that fit that are so disconnected from, from Petra as an entity. I, I, I can compare it as we have been doing. Um, I, I don't feel like it's, it's, it's not sitting on the same shelf as, as, the Petra discography. This mm-hmm. is, I feel like this is an outlier. It's almost a little bit the way we looked at two guys from Petra. 
Yes, yeah. Sort of, I, sort I, of, I more, not not really rating it in the album list because it's just yeah. so different. It's just not. And and like, that's like that's a big deal because mm. I, I recognize mm. how many guys, you know, this like it's almost Petra, um, but it's a case where I think a number a number of the factors in the production of this album, um, actually reveal a couple of really key things about mm. about Petra and. It, like it's a thing. The absence of Bob is yeah. just that's the most telling thing. And 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 this, it's not like Bob's been absent from albums before, but he was not absent from like he he was connected and he was involved in the project mm, still. That's right. But this one, this is happening without him completely. Yeah. Um. So look, my. It, gun to my head, I, I would just say, well, put this one on the bottom. Yeah. But, 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 but really, and even really sitting, I, I, sitting I want, it with the not rate, sitting it with the concept of not rating it is essentially putting it at the bottom anyway. Yeah. Yeah. True. Because we're saying it, it, it doesn't match up. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't connect in. And so, like two guys with Petra, it's just, it's, it's different, but it's, it's 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 more different than perhaps you know it it really it, it just doesn't quite meet that that level. So, all right. So, well, you know, wow, what a journey. Do you want me to go through these lists? We, we've come to the end of a journey. Like you know, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five albums we have uh, we have reviewed um at this point 25 albums we've reviewed we've come to the end of amazing journey the end of the end of this ministry at this point now we're not going to be reviewing the 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 50th anniversary release because it is just a compilation it's not new recorded material so so you know what that means dave it 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 means that there's there's no more petra albums David, this is, this is, and, and there's no other way to say it. This is the end of the Petrospective. We have no more Petrospective, David. That's, that's, that's really sad. Well, we, it's, we, it's kind of huge. What the heck are we going to do? I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Would you like okay. me to go through these lists? Because we've been doing this journey. For- yep the 26 episodes 25 yeah. albums and we've been building these journeys and keeps keeps up and 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 listeners i am going to put this out on the um on the on the facebook page on the on the on the on the forums and i'm also going to post links to the top 25 playlists so i'm just going to go through these i'll try not to move too quick but i, I really I, now that we've come to the end of it lindsay i'd really be interested to hear whether or not Anything surprise you? Like we've done this as we've as we've done it, but looking back now, I'm, yeah. I'm interested to hear whether anything really surprised you. And maybe as we're going, if something surprised you, of oh, was I can't believe we, we rated that that low or that was as high as that. You can just you know just mention as we go. So here we go. The the two not rated albums, uh, two guys from Petra and Back to the Rock Two, which basically puts them at the bottom of the list. Yeah. So I'm going to come up from the bottom. Okay, and 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 so at, at twenty three we have double take. 
Um, and I don't think anyone's surprised about that. At 22, we have gob fixation. And at 21, we have beat the system. Yeah. At 20 is the original Petra album. At 19 is Come and Join Us. At 18 is Petra Praise 2. 17 is Back to the Street. And at 16 is No Doubt. I must admit, looking back, I, I, I'm a little surprised at how low No Doubt ended up falling. I, I, I thought it might move a little bit higher. Um it was being the last project that Bob was doing before he moved on for, for a while, but you know, it, it, it didn't, it ended up being a bit lower. Um, where am I up to 20? No, uh, sorry. 15, 15 is unseen power. Yeah. 14 is revival. 13 is never say die. 12 is not of this world. And eleven is washes whiter than. And for again, for you and I, though, if you go back and listen to the washes whiter than um, episode, you and I are unashamed. We we love that. We album. love that album. I'm surprised it fell that low. In yeah, the end. it is interesting. Yeah, so, a little bit, but yeah. You know, yeah. All right. Number ten was wake up call. Number nine was on fire. Number eight was Petra Praise, The Rock Cries Out. Mm-hmm. Number seven was the classic Petra album. Um, number six, and we, 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 if you missed the episode, go back and listen to it. We, we've rated the two, the, the, both the studio and the live version together as yeah. one project. Yeah. Um, and at number six is More Power To You. And I, I, I'm a little surprised that that one ended up at six and not higher. Number five is Farewell. Number four is Captured in Time and Space. Number three is Jekyll and Hyde. Number two is This Means War. And the number one album, which I don't think is really a surprise to any fan of Petra, any any person who's done this journey with us, is Beyond Belief. Yeah. Anything really sort of jump out at you as I, I'm really surprised that that ended up where it did? Yeah, I mean, you know, things like, Something about me was like, I didn't realize we put Come and Join Us as low as we had, or the original Petra album. Um, but, you know, again, you, you adjust a little bit and you're like, oh, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess when you see what's around it, you know, it, it it's hard. You know what I think what I, might be interesting is, um, is if you do, try to assess the list and say, you can't use live albums we're not doing live albums or, or the reissues so you can't mm. do so you can't do farewell and you can't do capturing your time and space and you can't do back to the rock um take those out and how does it affect how it plays that take those out and the top five albums become beyond belief this means war jekyll and hyde more power to you and petra praise the rock cries out see that that sounds that actually sounds pretty right. Yeah. So it's interesting, like the impact that the live albums had and how good they, they were. They are good. They're they're, they're great. Mm. And this is the thing yeah. about you know the the the, the vibrancy of a, of a live sound. So. Yeah. All right. So the top twenty five songs. Okay. Uh, top twenty five songs at the end of this journey. Um, very interesting mix. I'll start at the bottom, work my way up. 
Um, and then maybe just very briefly at the end, any song that surprised you that's not that didn't end up making the top twenty-five. Um, and I'm just going to do the overall list. We did a we did a Greg X Vols list, a John Schlitt list. We'll have them available on the Facebook page. We're just going to look at the the, the top twenty-five. Yeah, the main list. Yeah. Okay. At number at number twenty-five is Prayer. At number twenty-four is Underground. At number twenty-three is For All Your Worth. Number 22 is I Will Seek You. Um, at number 21 is No Doubt. Couple of, I'm surprised a couple of songs that ended up in, the, in, in, this, in this list um, at the end there. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of I Will Seek You. Uh, or Underground. Underground had had a big impact on us when we did the when we did the episode and and our guest True. that episode. But that uh, was that was one of those ones where like we've got to fit every single song on the album <laughs> in our current yeah. list. Because... But as we've as we've worked, I'm surprised it didn't end up dropping off. Yeah. yeah. Okay, number twenty, test of time. Uh, my son really loves test of time. He's really taken to that song. My my son's a budding drummer. My youngest son, and he's really likes test of time. Um, number nineteen is love. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that didn't end up higher. Oh, I really yeah, am at the, at the end seems, when you look back. Seems low for, yeah. for that one. Number 18, Not of This World. Number 17, Backsliding Blues. I'm, I was so afraid that that would have fallen off the list, so I'm glad that it's on there. Number 16 is All Over Me. Right on, yeah. Number 15, Rose-Colored Stained Glass Window. Mm-hmm. Number 14, Taste and See. Our 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 washes whiter than prize prizes yeah, yeah, start no, to come that's, out. That's our consolation prize. Yeah. <laughs> um, number thirteen is the live version of Clean from Captured in Time yep. and Space. Number twelve, seen and not heard. Number eleven, Creed. And our top ten at number ten, all fired up. At number nine, Chameleon. At number eight, Yahweh Love. At number seven. Evan, yeah, surprised that that. I'm that, a little surprised there. That it stayed up that high. Yes. Yeah. Number seven, the live version of Jekyll and Hyde. At number six, the live version of Judas Kiss from the two guys from Petra album, but obviously recorded for Farewell. Yeah. Number five, the captured in time and space version of It Is Finished. At number four, the captured in time and space lot version, captured in time and space version of Grave Robber. I'm surprised that didn't finish higher. Except when, pretty ex- good. Except when you look at what's above it. Yeah, that's it. Number three, I think to a shock of a lot of fans, Beyond Belief didn't come at number one. Didn't come at number one. Number two. Off our last recording, the classic Petra Back to the Rock live version of Adonai. Yep. And at number one, our number one song, I Am On The Rock. Yep. So anything anything surprise you that didn't make the list? I, I, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm surprised. And I know we talked about it when we recorded it. But even looking back now, I'm surprised this means war isn't on that list. Yeah, I'd say this means war, and he came, he saw, he conquered. Mm-hmm. Um, off, off this means war, and and um, they're both they're both quite 
quite far below, and the and the praise medley, the 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 praise, the praise medley, medley from Captain Time Space, yeah. So they're 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 the, they're the ones that I, I I'm just I was surprised they didn't end up in inside the top twenty five as we finished the journey. Yeah. Well, so, and and as we've said, fans, as we've said, listeners, everyone has a different um a different thought about what's the best and what's not. This is the joint version of the two of us, as yep. well as some of the guests that we've had on as we've recorded some of these versions. You may very well have a completely different top twenty-five, and that is totally fine. Absolutely. And hey, from the sounds of things, we're not even sure that we've got this the way we want it anymore. So <laughs> it's possible that one of the things we have to do, Dave, is go back to the beginning and start all <laughs> over again. You may you may go back and listen to all twenty-five um, albums and do twenty-five more podcasts, and we might get it finished in time for the hundredth anniversary of Petra. <laughs> yeah, there's a maybe, but but having said that. I've got to say, Lindsay, I, I really struggle to think that this journey, this retrospective, has come to an end on such a a low feeling note. I'm not. I, I just don't think we can leave it here. I, think, I, I really well, look, don't think we can. Dave, the look, the retrospective is is done because there's no more Petra to spect. That's that's the whole that's the whole issue. This look, the CPR, it didn't work, Dave. I'm well, sorry. The CPR did not work. If you've got some idea of how we can, I don't know, wake the dead, then you know, there, there's just this, there's just this thought inside me that that while Petra didn't always release the albums, the 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 sound of Petra can still be heard in some of the releases of the guys who were the voices of Petra. I mean, I, I really wonder what might happen if we, if we had a little bit of a look at like an album, what if Greg X Vols released an album of his own or, or, or what if John Schlitt had released an album of his own? Well, then we you know that'd be something probably worth looking at. And checking well, out. Well, well, maybe, just maybe, we might just have to do we that. Might. I think. I, I, I think, think the, so. Yes. The, I think the Petrospective isn't the Petra perspective might be done, but the Petrospective, I think, may have a little bit more to carry on with. Well, po- po- poss- possibly, possibly. Um, look, yeah, we, 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 we can, we can carry this on. I think. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm keen to, to, to keep going as, as long as people are still kind of tuning in. And I guess the, the, the benefit of, you know, the benefit of podcasts and the way they are is, you know, if you subscribed and it shows up in your feed, it's there anytime that you want to check it out. Like, um, I don't think people really, you know, schedule much of their lives around when their podcasts are being released. <laughs> you know, that this, this one, like for us is, is just, it's been impacted by life and I'm mm. sure any of you guys and gals out there listening, I know that you'll understand that and you'll go, ah, look, that happens to everybody. It's been a crazy, crazy, it's been a crazy few years for the whole world. Mm. Um, but look, Dave and you and I, both have had some some significant disruption in the last six months. Yeah. Um, 
and and, and we hope we really appreciate all, all you listeners that, that that have journeyed with us and that you have stuck with us um and we hope that you've enjoyed this journey and we do hope like like we're we're not going anywhere. We're still yeah. around and gonna, we hope that you will keep. we hope that you will enjoy this journey as it continues and that you'll you'll weigh in on on some of the solo efforts of 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 Greg X Vols and, and John Schlitt. And hey, look, there's we, we some solo even, stuff out there from Bob we, Hartman and, and from John, John Lowry. John Lowry, yeah. So, so, so this, Dave, like let's not let's not be too coy. Like, and we haven't, this isn't a bit, people. We actually haven't made this decision. So this is the, we're genuinely having this conversation now. But seriously, man, where should we start? Do you want to start well, with Shake? I, you know what? I, I, I actually I actually think maybe maybe we should do what we what we did. Let, let, let's go back to, to Greg X. Vols's first, first, the, the um, first solo album. Yep. Um, I think that's where we should start because that that ties in quite significantly right in the middle of this project because he released I mean, that at the time he left the band and 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 John Schlitt joins. So I, I think I, that's I, where we should start. I mean, if you really want a deep cut, then you could go like, what was it, Head East? I don't think we need to go back that far. <laughs> but no, I think I think what we'll do next, I think maybe maybe the next episode we might do. We'll start Greg's. Greg. First album, first album, and then yeah. we might look at John's first album, and then we'll start to we'll see you know, where we go. go go from there and do yeah, some of these the other albums. But so so we're not done. We're 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 gonna we're gonna carry on, and we 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 hope that you'll continue to join us and 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 give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Um, as I said, I'm going to be posting the 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 lists on the Facebook pages. But if people want to give us feedback, Lindsay, yep, where can they do it? You can We'd find us on Facebook. Out. We are on on Rock, a Petrospective on Facebook. Um, we're connected with a number of groups there, and um, we uh, we do like interacting. It's a, it's it's a, the the place where we're the most active. We do have an email address. We mean Rock at gmail Can you feel free to drop us a line? I do get back to people eventually. Um, is how it works. But um, yeah, we'll uh, yeah. We'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep running this one. This is we'll keep running. So, so don't fear, everyone. We are getting back to the rock. Petra might not have quite got back to the rock on this album, but we were going to get back to the rock we'll get, as we'll we get, continue we'll as we continue this journey. So, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure. Um, really enjoyed everyone. Um, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this first part of 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 this legacy, and um, we'll see what happens in the next part. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate Thank you. Appreciate you your part in all of this. My oh, pleasure. All right. All right. To all you out there, all the pet heads, all the CCM fans, um, even just people appreciating some good music, uh, there's more to come. So we'll catch you.